Hey, you guys and keeps. Uh, Rogues who are sneaky? Tune in. Well, they, they've tuned in. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. I mean, they've tuned in. As, it's, it's... as we geeky entertainment. Like, you totally <laughs> fucked that one up. Guys. Like, 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 hi, Chris. Hey, Roger. You can do your normal intro now. Guys, we are here to entertain the geeky. I mean, are just speak. Oddly. Yeah, so whether you're a guy in a cape or a rogue who's sneaky, you've tuned in with Chris and Roger, and we're entertaining the geek. Why are you fucking it up? Because Why are you fucking it I up? I just said it a way that I thought it made sense. That's, not, it, how, that's not how the jingle goes. That's fine. You know Guys what? in capes, rogues who are sneaky. It's whether you're a guy in a cape or a rogue who's sneaky, join Thanks. Chris and Roger. Join. Join. They're they joining us. The geeky. They're right, joining us. Guys, they are part of. No, no, no. Guys, join us. Right I'm now. finishing this. They are part of us. They are part of this journey. We're with one us. and the same, guys. Yeah, they're not tuning in. We're not here for their entertainment. We are here for their entertainment. Are you not entertained? But 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 we are a community of people. Well, on that note. Damn it, Chris. What's going on? Nothing. What's up with you? Living the good life, man. Are um, you? So. I, I think we should just get this one out of the way right now. Uh, Kickstarter for Conniving Cooks is coming. Soon? Soon. Um, like a couple months. Yeah, like a month and a half. Couple basically, months. Basically, uh, we pushed it back from May to June um, because we want to do it right. And uh, as our regular listeners know, in the past... We are very bad. We have... Uh, We've let's just say it. we put our dicks out there and then we reel it and back then we reel in. it back in after we realize what a colossal mistake we have made. Yeah. Um. So we're not reeling it back in. Oh no, we're reeling it back in. We're not. We're just showing you the tip. <laughs> just the tip. Um. So here, here we go. Uh, conniving cooks is coming. More just, information to come as soon as we get everything figured out. Exactly. Keep your eyes on our social media. Go to entertainthegeeky.com because we're gonna have stuff up there. Um, and pay attention to Nerd News and Board Game Bros because announcements will be made there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Board Game Bros. Um, Matt and Jeff are two designers slash. I mean, Jeff's, buddies. Yeah. Buddies. Pals. They're they're a big part of what we do here. Uh, they're turning out awesome content, and um, yeah, that, that, I mean that's it. That's 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 really it. They're turning out awesome content. They're a big part of it. While they're not directly a part of the Entertain the Geeky Network with their show, uh, we love them, so we support them all the same. All the same. So, um, kind of jumping into it then, what uh, what games have you played recently? Any at all? Um, I'm playing a lot of PUBG. Yeah. And Elders and, and, and Skyrim. I'm finally deciding to beat Skyrim. Finally, finally. After I, the know, game's been out for forever, and I own it. On, I've owned it on two different systems now. Um, it's a fun game. I've heard nothing but good things about it. You never played it? It's not one that I've really. Uh, the nineteenth. Okay. Um, it's not one that I've really sat down and uh, grinded out at all. It's good. That, that, that's what I hear, man. What about you? Um, so right now, I am obsessively painting miniatures. Obsessively painting miniatures? And so I do this funny thing. I'll go into work uh, at Miniature Market because I'm working there. I, I basically go in there in the evenings and hang out for a couple hours, uh, five nights a week. And it's I get to be in the industry again, which I love. And I get to just hang out and talk to customers. Um, I don't have to do all the busy work and stuff. And it's fantastic. But I go in and I'm like, oh, what miniatures did we get today? And I just, uh, I find one that I want. I'll take it home, paint it. How long does it take you to paint? 
It depends. No, so, no, no. Give me an average because I'm going to say Average, I'm going to say about an hour and 15 minutes. Dude, you're doing a shit job. It should take you a week. No, it shouldn't because I'm using the Army Painter dip method, which is amazing. You just dip. Yeah, you paint basic colors and dip, and it does the shading for you. Yeah, but you're still not getting the high level of detail you would if you washed it. You can, and it, it, it's basically a wash. Um, so the the way it works is you're putting down base colors, you dip it in the uh, in the Army Painter dip, and it fills in just as a wash would with other paints. Yeah. Still, still. I'll, I'll post no. some. I'll post yeah. some pictures. You post some pictures, and I'm going. Uh, I am going to. Uh, Rip them up. You can you can hear. Hold on, I'm gonna pull one up for you right now, and you can you can rip it up all you want. Rip I'm still I'm still I new want. to the painting, and uh, see Mike Brodeur. So take your time. Mike Brodeur was kind enough to kind of give me a rundown on how all this works. Um, it's so little. It's so tiny. Oh, that's the miniature, not your penis. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't look bad. No, it doesn't. Doesn't look bad. I'm pretty proud of it. You should be. All the detail. Dipping. I mean, yeah. If you dipped your Space Marines. I'm they, not dipping my... No, because dipping makes them look dirty. He looks dirty. Parts of him do. Yeah, no, um, my Space Marines are pristine. Here's the thing. He doesn't look super dirty, and that's that's still glossy. Yeah, okay. No, no, they're pristine. I hadn't clear-coated him yet. After I clear-coated him... Christopher, you've already seen him, buddy. Um, after I clear-coated him, it, it looks beautiful, clean, and he's also a barbarian, bruh. Yeah, whatever. So he's supposed to look a little dirty. I mean, it is it is what it is. Yeah, it was funny. So, with that particular miniature... Um, oh, he is giant. He is giant. I was watching uh, Son of Zorn, and Christopher saw it, and he thought it was a pretty funny show. So, we are looking at miniatures one day at work, and he goes, Dad, that looks like Zorn. I was like, it does. Let's get it. And so, you bought it? We we bought it, painted it. I had to make a sword gold, so it looked like Zorn's sword. And you, know, uh, you know what I saw? Huh? The Batman miniatures game. It looks cool. It does look cool. The the miniatures are beautiful. All and, of them are beautiful. Yeah, but I'm, I, I, how do you make a Batman miniatures game? Um, I don't know the rules to it yet. Uh, it looks legit though. I guess I guess we're gonna talk about miniatures a bunch today. Aren't no, we? not really. Um, but that's what we're talking. First off, the, about your washing thing. Uh, so when I did my pur- when I, my Warhammer army, since yeah. you know it's 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 Prince's purple, army. It's Prince's army, the Purple Revolution. Yeah. Uh, they're pristine. They don't have dirt. When they get done with battle, they have no dirt on them. <laughs> okay? Dirt does not touch the armor. That's their code. That's that's how they whirl. Clean yourself up, yeah. boy. Yeah. Uh, and, their, and their equipment is immaculate. Like, the fact, the first set I did, I actually uh, washed the guns. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Prince's army would not have dirty guns. They would be pristine. In fact, they might even be encased in diamonds. So Roger started bedazzling his army. I'm going to. I'm thinking about it. That, that gets expensive. I don't care. Um, building miniatures is expensive. But you know them. what? I'm going to have my little red Corvettes ready to go. My purple rain ready to go. I love it. Ugh. So um, I discovered a game recently. I didn't discover it, but Did you? it, it like, was shown to me. Like, Oh, uh, so now you're like Christopher Columbus. Yeah, basically. Okay. I, I, he invented America. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, no, uh... It's called Frostgrave. You would love it. And basically, it's a miniatures game. You play with whatever miniatures you want. Um, it, so a lot of people just use their D&D figs for it. Yeah. I, I, I read the article. Oh, did you? I did. I didn't uh, I didn't go into a bunch of detail about it because it's, you know. Is it new? It's relatively new. Um, 
I found out about it because Mike Brodeur was playing it one day. Right. And uh, him and this dude are playing it, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's called Frostgrave. He gave me a little breakdown. Basically, you have a wizard and an apprentice, and then you build a small group of troops, and you're treasure hunting in this land that was frozen for a thousand years and has lots of magic potential and stuff like that. So it's like D&D. Similar. It is, there's a role-playing aspect to it, for sure. It's D&D and Ice Age. Which is why a lot of people use their D&D miniatures on it. But what? But, but I want to play as army men. You, oh, no, no, no. You have troops and stuff in it. But I want to play as a little green army men. If you wanted to, you could. Okay. Um, I don't know. You'd have to have army men with, like, spears or something, or at least bayonets. Don't tell me how to run my army. Bayonets. But I think it would work well for you. So I recently started assembling a dwarf army because I thought it would be hysterical. You know, I, could, I could sell you some dwarves right now. Are there dwarves here? There are dwarves here. Um, but yeah, I started assembling a dwarf army. So I've got um, recently picked out my dwarf wizard and my dwarf apprentice and uh, started going through and picking up the little foot soldiers. And it's hysterical. I love it. Okay. I'm out. I, I have one miniature game that I... That... Like, like that I, I'm partially invested in. I'm partially in. invested in. Actually, I want it. Jason and I were talking about getting into um, Legion. Okay. Legion's cool. And uh, again, it's just that what if he doesn't want to be the Empire and I don't want to be the Rebel? You know. You know. I get it. You know, it's, it's miniature games are expensive. That's why I, I think the best thing to do is get a buddy when it comes to Legion and, and, and find one of those traitors Rebel terrorists. And have him be your buddy and just go in and buy it like that. So basically what uh, what most of the people that are playing that game do is they buy into both. Because when you buy the base set, you get both. You get both. Um, and then they it, there's not much out there for that yeah. game right now. Like, yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah, right now. So they're just buying everything that there is for the game. And that way, the continued investment isn't super high. I just... I would love for Fantasy Flight because that's who does it. Yeah, and they do an amazing. It's an amazing game. It's it's honestly it's better than most of the other games that they're turning um, out. You don't have to have expansions to play it. You don't. You, well, you need more than just the base set. You can play with the base set, but yeah, you, 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 you want more. you want you more than more. the base set. For like sure. You can't go to you can't go to a tournament with just the base set. You, like I said, you because, want more for no, sure no, because it's illegal. That's fair. It, it, the with points with the cost there. with cost. Right, yeah. The points aren't there, but uh, I wish they would release like. Maybe in six months, a an Imperial starter set and a Rebel starter set. I I could see them doing something like that. So like, like like up and up, make it make it a Bell fifty. Well, they've done that with uh with God, what's that game called? Um, Rune Wars. Yeah. They with Rune Wars, they have their base set and that comes with a couple different things. But you can go and buy starter sets for any faction in it. Right. Because I would I would that'd be a lot easier for me to go boom. I'm just buying into Imperial. I'm buying straight straight Imperials. I'm paint I'm I'm painting them white and black. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, and people people will do that because you can do that now. I'm gonna make Prince's Imperial Army too. Prince's, are you gonna make them all purple? Of course. All right. I mean, why not? It would be great if you got some uh, green stuff and added frills to the stormtroopers' garments. <laughs> like, like instead of the Imperial, instead of the Imperial mark on the shoulder, it's the symbol. Oh, that would be amazing. And like people would be so, we'd sit down to play. Oh, people would get butthurt. They'd, they'd be so mad. But you know what? It doesn't matter because you're not technically you can you can do that to the figure as long as the guns and everything are intact. Oh yeah, doesn't matter. They be? And they're gonna be gold and sparkly. That's fine. They're gonna sparkle. They're gonna have gemstones. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bedazzle my stormtroopers. I think that'd be hilarious. No, it is a good game. It's it's really worth checking out. Have you played it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you'd gone through and played yet. I played I played a little bit. Okay. Played played a little, little little bit. So Mike is obsessively buying for it. Is he? 
you have no idea. Okay. And uh, so like a couple times a week, he's like, Chris, I need you to ring me out for something. I'm like, well, what's up? What you got? He's buying terrain for it. Last night he bought a uh, weapon locker. He's like, oh, this is going to be terrain. And I was like, you're going to have a weapon locker as terrain? He's like, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's a valid point. And I was like, all right, cool, do it. Maybe maybe it is time that I, I make this purchase. Because the issue with miniature games and a lot of board games now for me is they're, you know, 50, 60, 100 bucks. The buy-in. It, it's not the buy-in. It's the, will I ever play it? Will I get a chance to? Right. Yeah. And it's like, uh, 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 mm. And now it's, will I play it more than once? Yeah. You know, because if I buy a game, like, we've got games, both you and I have games that we bought that we have never played. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. We have ga- I have games that I haven't even assembled. I'll tell you what, uh, the most played game like ever is Catan. Yeah. I've never opened my copy. I've never had Why to. Why would you? Everyone has a copy. Exactly. Other people have opened theirs. I haven't had to open mine. Yeah, like like and Shadows of Brimstone. I, you've not even I, looked at No, the, I've I've looked at it. I've opened <laughs> it up and went, that's a lot of shit. Put the box back on and shoved it away. It's I mean, it's a beautiful game. It is. I it's a lot of miniatures to paint. Yeah. A lot of painting. Maybe I'll just dip it. Army painter dip. Dip. Base coat. Dip. dip. Um, uh, you could with that game and get away with it. Yeah, no, there's a lot. And so there's a lot of that. But then, like, games that I really enjoy, X-Files, Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know, Catan's one of them. Formula Day. I don't get to play these games anymore. Formula D. Well, shut up. It's Day. Formula Day. Formula Day. Because that's how long it takes to play the game. Um, one day. One day. One game. I, uh, uh, I did get to play Bull and Monkey Hunt. You did? That game was that game is still amazing. Yeah. I played that, played that when I was in Chicago. And I got to play a game called Red Flags. I've, oh, yeah. Red Flags is a blast. The, the, the first date, the first date Red yeah. Flag game. My problem is a lot of the Red Flags, I was like, yeah, it's not a problem. I know. Uh, yeah. Well, I think that in general, we are such awful people um, that... It's the little things that would like, like the, the one card that says, begins every sentence with actually. I'm like, yeah, that would... I'm out. But... Walks around kicking puppies? Eh. Eh. I'm you got a million dollars and you live and you live on a boat. I mean, I'm in. Let's go. Uh, I'm not marrying you. It's just a date, you know? You know, um, so Kevin, level one judge, Kevin Freeman, and uh, friends came in and were playing it, and I got to sit in and play around with them. It's yeah, funny. That was at Fat Man Day. It was at Fat Man Day. That was a good, that was, yeah, that game's fun. It, it, it was funny, man. Um, it's a quick little card game. Quick little card game. Honestly, I must say the game that I've only played, I think I've played twice, but I would love to play more is, well, there are a few, but uh, I loved Snake Oil. Snake Oil was good. That game's a blast. That game's, uh, And yeah. it plays well on the show. It, well, it plays well anywhere. It does. But on the show, it was just, it was extra fun. Um, I was bummed out that we only got to do it once. We'll do it again. We will. Um, and then Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's a cool game. I bought a copy. It, I have... Never played my copy. Like they're local, um, but I'm I'm not I'm just not a fan. Okay, fair like enough. It's it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's it, I like comic books. I like games. I just the matchup. Sometimes I'm like I'm out. So it, a comic book game has to be done just right. And I think that one that one for a lot of people it's a good game for me. Eh. It's um, no it's no werewolf. There is a uh, okay. I I have a complaint about Marvel Legendary then. Okay, I'm listening. Um, it's not a bad game. Okay, like I bought a copy, and I played. I've only played it once, and I played through it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't need to ever play this game again." The replay value is not there. 
Uh, it, it for a lot of like I have people all the time that swear up and down by it, and they're like, "Dude, get the expansions; it totally changes the game." And I'm like, "Not really. <laughs> like, just based off the core mechanics. Now, if big mechanics change. Okay, I could see that. But with what I what I've experienced thus far, I would rather play another deck builder like Star Realms or Ascension. Well, you hold on, time out. Like you just you just live off Star Realms deck though. No, no, no. I I just said Ascension, the DC deck building game. The... <sighs> I would play either of those over over this game. Um, Hero Realms is fucking sick too. Yeah, but that's it's it's, it's reskin it's yeah, reskin Star, Star Realms. Realms. Um, but they they put the uh, the single player thing into it. Um, but you could still play Star Realms single player. You can, you can, you can fight a blob or whatever. Yeah, and the blob uh, is beastly. Or, oh, it's insane. The blob will or, kill you. Or go against space pirates. They will kill you too. The, the space pirates, I had a harder time with than the blob. Well, yeah, blob's kind of a one trick pony. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the first time I played it, I got smashed by it. Yeah, that's what happened. And it was it was me and a brilliant. I played with uh, Zach. Guys, stupid smart. Yeah. And it and... trashed us. Yeah. Completely trashed us. Um, but it's a fun game. I did play one deck dungeon the other day. One deck dungeon or five minute dungeon? No, one deck dungeon. I've How's not played that? five minute yet. One deck dungeon is confusing as shit. Um, okay. So it has a twenty three page rule book. Okay. You're, I know you're thinking, holy shit, um, twenty three page rule book, uh, a bit excessive. If you were gonna play that game for the first time, watch a YouTube video. We were just demoing it at work, so we read through the rule book. There was some confusion, so we would watch videos for the stuff that we were confused on. And, like, I wasn't the one that initially read the rules, so I would go back and reread rules so that we knew, okay, we got a fresh set of eyes on this. It's probably done this way. How bad is it? It's it's a cool game. Is it? It's a cool game. Uh, it's hard. Like, it, there's a level of difficulty there that I like. Um, and you have to think about how you're loading out your character in it. Okay. Which is good. I'm in. Uh, you would like it. Would I? You would. I like everything, though. No, you don't. Um, Name one thing I don't like. You just said, like, three. So go ahead and shut shut up. You would like this one. Uh, are, you, are you eating your words there? Is that no, what's I'm happening? just trying to figure out, you know. <laughs> I like everything. <laughs> I, you, I just say I hate everything. You like the idea of everything. Yeah. Everything in practice you don't like. No, yeah, that's true. No, I love the idea of everything. Yeah. Fucking... Chris Pine is Captain Kirk. JJ doing Star Trek. Love the idea. In actuality, not so much. Wasn't right. Wasn't right. Didn't fit. Must have quit. Um, so, yeah. I mean, One Deck Dungeon was a lot of fun. I uh, I was going to say something. Game, 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 game. I don't know. I lost it. I lost it. That's okay. I've, I've got something that... We can. I know you'll be able to fill space on with. All right, what um, Dungeons and Dumbasses is coming. Like you are master DM in it. Master DMing. It. That's right. So master, master dungeon master. Um, MDM. That MDM. sounds like a. That sounds like a college education. That sounds like a college education. It basically thing is. There. You're welcome. Uh, so we've got MDM Roger here. And what what are some of the things that you're doing to prep for something like this? Because we we're doing something a little bit different here, and a we're lot not of gonna, beer. We're not going to spoil it for everybody. Nope. But um, Honest, how, how is it that you go into the process of that? Of what? Of making a campaign, of preparing the campaign, and all that. Like you knew going into it that we had a solid group of people, right? Uh, uh, so I uh, sit down and I drink a lot of whiskey, and then I figure out what I want to do. I see. I can't. I can't tell you, because 
You don't, you, don't, you don't want to spoil Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. So anyway, like, like I think about what I want to accomplish, which is X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then I just kind of, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a game master that meticulously plots everything. You know, I'm not going to say the third stone from the left is where the, is where everything is. Because is located, yeah. you will never get to that third stone on the left. As players, you will never get there. You're going to go completely the opposite way around. Well, and I think, I think the, the, the good spot that you want to hit as a DM is, is letting sweet? the, letting the characters tell the story and you can just kind of guide yeah. it in the right because general direction. All I do, all the DM's job is. Is to is to micromanage combat, and to make sure that we hit big plot points. Narrate everything yeah. else. Everything else, you gotta let the players do what they want to do. That's why I'm not. I tell a lot of new GMs or new DMs when they sit down, they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna run the game for the first time." I'm like, "Great, fucking just build a combat, and that's it. Have a little bit, of, have a little bit of characters you want to be in the bar. Great, let the players do what they want to do. Because if you shoestring them, if you force them to go down that path, they're never gonna do it." And they're always going to want to go somewhere you don't have planned. And then you're thinking on your feet. No matter where the players go, just make sure they end up where you want them to. That's it. It's like it's like playing a video game RPG. This door doesn't open. Go to the next door. Fair enough. You know, let them do what they got to do. And as far as, like, planning, like, long-term campaigns, the further out you get, the less planning you do. Because I don't know what you guys are going to do sessions one through three. That are going to impact six, seven, and eight. Like I know where I want the story to end. I know it's. I know what I want. It's just I can't tell you that five, six, and seven is going to be this. Is going to be exactly that way. Okay. Uh, but I have the. You know, you just plan out the encounters. You have a skeleton. Exactly. You're a not. Very you're not rich, trying. You're not trying skeleton. to. There might be some organs here. Okay. There might be some organs, intestines. It's kidney, got a heart. You know, once in a while, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's not. Here's the body. Yeah. Deal with it because I'm not just I'm not telling you the story. It is a cooperative, especially when we're doing something like this. It's a cooperative experience. Well, and with with how Dungeons and Dumbasses is being done, right? Um, it's very character driven. Mm-hmm. So I know because you and I have talked about this. So this is going to just be news for our listeners. But I know that for you, it's important that oh, okay, well, I got to let these characters one develop, two. Um, make a bunch of mistakes so that the story's interesting. Right. It's not just, oh, I don't want this to be a, oh, we're listening to a couple guys playing playing d and I don't. That's, it, it, it's if that's been done. The, yeah, that show has been done like a hundred times. I want it to be something different, something unique. I want them, I want it to feel more like the 1940s radio shows, you know, with sound effects and, and we're, we're all engaged in a story. Well, this, I mean, when we, when we first started coming up with the idea for that, that was something that we were pretty, uh, we were very adamant about the fact that we wanted it to be good storytelling, right? More than anything, and that's why we put together the group that we did, right? And I think it's gonna, I think the listeners are gonna love it, and it's all gonna be good. And it's well, hold on. So we we lost we lost a person. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show yet. No, they don't. They don't even know. We never told them who the cast was. That's fair. Now you just told me we lost a person. Now they're gonna think they died. No, 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 no. They, We're gonna let them think they died. We're gonna let them think that because of you. That's fine. We picked somebody else up who's fucking epic. I mean, eh. yeah, eh. yeah, eh. and it, eh. has he done the voice for you? Yeah, eh. I love it. Yeah, you would. I, uh, I love it. So I, I had a realization that where are we at? You're fine. Uh, okay. Go. I had a realization the other day. Uh, superhero movies, comic book movies. Yeah. 
You know, everyone's like, oh, it's 10-year culmination of, of the MCU. You realize they've been around for almost 20 years now. Like, like not Marvel, but like superhero movies. X-Men, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. How much longer are we going to let it keep going before we you say... You just want it to end. I do. Oh, my God, do I? Just stop. I do. Um, it's not bad. It's bad. It's not a bad It's bad. Thing. Westerns have had a 600-year no, run. Time out. Marvel is good. Marvel does good movies, okay? You're talking about DC then? DC does bad movies. Bad movies. And the issue is for every, you know, now that everyone is jumping on that hype train, I'm more wor- I'm worried about Hellboy now. I'm worried about the Crow reboot. I'm, I'm worried about I, so much things so the, coming down the pipeline. The Crow is such a good movie. It is. I don't know if you can do any more justice I mean, I to it. I think they tapped the right actor to play the Crow. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. You know what's funny is I we were talking about this. Uh, I don't know who I was speaking to. It might have been you. It was me, and I'm saying that you're that that Jason Momoa being Eric as Draven. menacing yeah. as he is. You don't you see Eric Draven down the street? You're like, I'll fuck him up. You see Jason Momoa? You're like, shit, I'm out. I don't. Yeah, he's he's huge. He is um, huge. Got this big jacked scary guy it's with a, clown makeup they're, on. They're, they're gonna have to like like the death scene of him. They're gonna have to make it to where he's cuddly, like big and cuddly. Okay. Okay, that's the only way it makes sense in my head. Because if you kicked out a door and Jason Momoa is standing there, like, you're done. Um, I think they should put him in baggier clothes so he looks a little smaller. Yeah, comfy. Cuddly. He has to be cuddly. And make that guy lose 20 pounds. I don't know if you can make Jason Momoa do anything. I'd, I mean. I'd be like, dude, you want to play this role? You lose fucking 20 pounds because you, you know were way too jacked. He would say, I'm Jason Momoa. Yeah, and then I'd I'm gonna be like, go climb some rocks. And then I'd be like, I'm finding another actor. And he would say, okay. I'm Jason Momoa. Yeah, and then he'd go climb on his rocks, and I'd find another ap- actor. Who would you get? It doesn't matter. Who? No, no, no. I would who, hold. I would hold a casting call. There who we would go. You, That's who I would get. So shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> who would you? Honestly, if you were gonna recast the crow in your mind, I wouldn't. I would not. You have to. You no, have to. No. You have no, to. No, you don't. Yes, you do. The movie's being made regardless. What, 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 what if we said not. leave well enough alone? I can yeah. stick with that. There's already been sequels, so the so the movie has already yeah. been tarnished. Okay, so leave well enough alone. No, nah, let's let's do it. It's happening. Fuck that. Who who would you cast in your mind? Perfect actor. Go. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I would get a no name. I, a no name, or actually have J, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, I wouldn't do Joseph would Gordon-Levitt. Do He's got the hair. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him. Or um. I would. I would find a no name. Yeah, I'd try to find oh, Chris some... Pratt. No, I'm just God, yeah, Chris Pratt. I don't think he's a bad dude. He's not a bad dude. He's not the crow. He's, no, um, I don't really know who the crow would be. I would think maybe maybe Ben Affleck. Yeah, he's he's way too big as well and too old. So the crow doesn't have to be young. He's immortal. Okay, young Eric Draven and his fiance. Whoa, whoa. In the comics, we were never given an age. In the comics, it's just they're people. And 46-year-old guy that plays Batman? Yeah. He can play the crow. No. He's got to do a superhero movie right sometime. Sometime. I mean, Daredevil wasn't so good. Batman vs. Superman wasn't so good. Batman vs. Superman was better than everything else that they put out recently. Uh, I don't know. Wonder Woman was pretty good. It was all right. It was better than Batman vs. that's, That's because you hate women. Shut up! Don't even bullshit. Don't even put that out there. You fucking liar. That's, that's oh the God. only reason. I could th- if you didn't fall asleep during Batman versus Superman and you fell asleep during Wonder Woman, it's because you hate women, or it's because the movie kind of drugged, or it's because the same story has been told twenty different times from okay. twenty different so movies. So then maybe they should have picked a different way to tell the story. I, sorry, Marvel's. It's, this is the problem with Marvel being Marvel. They've set the formula for success. 
Now, the exact same story is told a hundred different times, and you don't fall asleep, but Wonder Woman shows up. This is why they don't do a ScarJo movie. They're afraid you're going to fall asleep in it. I wouldn't fall asleep. Okay. In a Black Widow movie? No. If it was a good spy movie, it would have me hooked. It wouldn't be, though. It'd be some bullshit movie about her getting it, redemption. It better be some good spy movie or don't do a Black Widow movie. It'd have to be set in the 90s. Whatever. It better be a good spy movie or don't do a Black Widow movie. How, how many times can I say that? It's a, Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier, did it well. Yeah, it, that's the best of the Marvel movies. Um, If they did something like that and just made her a cool little spy flick, I'd be in. Hook, line, and sinker. Well, then why don't they do it? I don't know, man. Fucking Marvel. I'm not I'm not in charge there. Do you think they're done? Like, like, do you think Marvel is, like, at the point now with the MCU that they're like, hey, it's getting too much. It's, co- it's actually costing us too much money. No. To keep no. These, these actors and actresses in. They have a license to print money, dude. I get that. So, no, it's not costing them too much money. We'll see who all lives, who all dies. I mean, you're still a business. Yes, you have a license to print money, but you're still a business. If you can get the same return at a less investment on other characters... At cheaper actors, wouldn't you do that? Well, I think they're absolutely going to do something along the lines of that. Also, you've got guys that are getting older and guys that might not want to do it anymore. Chris Evans. Exactly. I mean, here, dude, um, he's not an old man, okay? I'm not saying that. But the guy started in the MCU in his late 20s. Yeah. He's in his mid-30s now. It's been 10 years. He's at the point to where, okay, man, I'm starting to slow down. Like, I'm going to do something else. That, and he's a fantastic actor. He's good. And just being typecast right there, you know. Like, imagine the time constraint as an actor it is to sign up to do okay, a Marvel movie. Think of it like this, though. He was, he went from playing an asshole to, to playing, playing Captain, Captain America. America. And, and he was generally typecast as the asshole because the dude looks like a typical asshole. Uh, he was cast as Johnny Storm originally. Exactly. Typical okay. asshole. Um, whoa, and, well, whoa, and then, hold whoa. on. Who did he play in Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Because I hated that guy. <laughs> uh I like forgot about Scott Pilgrim. With his fucking chin strap? Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on, man. You hated him, too. Um, yeah, I did. So, let, let's... let's. Chris Evans could play the crow. No, he couldn't. <laughs> no, he couldn't. You're just all Brandon Lee love. Uh, I am Brandon Lee love. Yeah. I, the I, guy was... He, I mean, he made he made it. He did that. Yeah. That was him. You're welcome. Okay. So, in the 90s, there was a Captain America movie. And that was trash. Look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So should we have left it alone? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> then I wouldn't have this shit. Okay, I've been waiting 10 years for Thanos to come down, and I finally get it on Friday. That's all I'm saying. Yes, you I'm do. I'm waiting. I, I cannot wait for everyone to die and for this to be over. And then go see Ant-Man and the Wasp, because I like that movie. They're going to do another Avengers film. All I these know. Guys, all these guys are going to be in it. I know. Well, they have to, because Infinity War is two different movies. I know. I, I don't know why they had to do it that way. Like, come on. Like, um are they, here's the thing. This Originally, the, they were going to shoot it back to back right, and put it, out two, it, and they it, should have. It, but now it's, my question is this, since it's a two-part movie, and so we're- And they're putting shit in between it. Where assumption is we're, we're ending on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Will we get post-credit screens? Post, oh, yeah. Oh, post-credit yeah. scenes. Just because people expect it at this point. Right, but 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 you're leaving it a TV continued. So, and then you're like, oh, credits roll. Oh, here's your post-credits. The post-credit scene could be a Stan Lee cameo. Uh, I hope Stan Lee, can't, Stan Lee cameos in Avengers. Like the actual movie, okay. like like him sitting, sitting there just being the watcher, just being the watcher, going go Thanos go. Okay, that's where I'm at. Okay, wow, poor Stanley. 
I think he's doing better than he was, but uh, he's suing for elder abuse. Oh and yeah, I heard that. Else. Yeah, it's not looking. Kevin good for Smith him. said you could come live with me. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, James Gunn was like, anything that you can do, man. Me and the community support you. I mean, you, the guy is is comic books. Yes. I mean, let let's call him what he is. He is comic books. Even even DC, Stanley's comic books. Right. <laughs> he's not even affiliated with it. No, they're like, yeah, we got you covered, bro, bro. Um, you know what's funny is he's asked to do cameos in the DC movies. And why? And I think he should. He should have. I think they're assholes for not letting him. Damn it. Damn you, Warner Brothers! Shouldn't, shouldn't, wouldn't you? Okay, if you're, if you're one of the dudes at Warner Brothers and Stanley's like, hey, I'd love to do a cameo. Would you? I would, I would personally fucking sit down and start writing a cameo. You want to be the Joker? Is that what you want to be? What do you want to be, Stanley? What do you, you be a henchman? I think you'd look good in a purple suit. Henchman for the Joker. How funny would that be, though? Just have Stanley standing there, dressed like the Penguin, behind the Penguin, being a henchman. Or if he's one of the Joker's goonies. <laughs> just kind just, of chuckling, just, it would be just, funny. Just that smile he has. It would be fun, man. You know the worst Stanley cameo? Huh? Spider-Man animated show. Oh yeah, he was in the Spider-Man animated show. What was the cameo? Himself when Spider-Man came to the real world and met Stanley. Hmm. He's on the phone and Spider-Man droops down. He's like, "Hey, I'm looking for Stanley," and he goes, "Margaret, hold my calls. Spider-Man's here." And then they have a whole conversation. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. That's a thing that happened. Well, I mean, his cameo in Big Hero, Hero 6 was kind of funny, too. That's a, yeah. Animated Stanley. That's always weird, man. Yeah. And this was like Spider-Man animated. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, correct proportion. It was creepy. I watched that <laughs> clip last night and I went, what the fuck? We gotta go. Yeah. Guys, um, go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can follow us on all of our social media there. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Guys! Guys! May 19th. May 19th. Noon. Noon. Miniature Market. Miniature Market Superstore, St. Louis. Is it Superstore? It is the Superstore. Superstore. Um, if you guys have not been to the store, it's ginormous. We will be we will be out there May 19th. You'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Jason will be there. And we're hosting a game day. We're hosting a we're gonna play a bunch of games. Yep. It's a try before you buy event. These are the clearance games. Or not clearance games. These are the special games. The four specials. Four yeah. special games. So come in, learn to play a couple games. We're stoked. You like, should be too. I'm gonna teach you to play a game. Chris is gonna teach you to play a game. Jason's gonna teach you to play a game. And then maybe we'll have some other stuff for you. Maybe. Uh, like we'll see what happens. Tease. Absolutely. Throw, you gotta throw dollars my way though. Yeah, absolutely. Throw some throw We're some not money. doing this for free. No, you gotta throw like throw a dollar my way. Throw you gotta me, put it right make in my it hail. Throw throw forty seven cents at me. Ooh, ooh. Um, I know you're. I'm doing the math. Balling doing on the, the math here. Uh, that's a that's a quarter, a dime, two nickels, and two pennies. Let's there you go. go. There you go. Um, so yeah, come hang out with us. We're stoked about it. And then also, uh, click our click our gear tab. Click our gear. Uh, yeah, I was going to say merch, but it's Click our murder tab. The murder. Um, click that gear tab. You can get an ETG shirt or a Nerd News shirt. Uh, we've got other stuff that's going to be going up there very, very soon. We're stoked. Maybe a hat. Yeah. I mean, I've got a few things that I've been toying around with. Maybe, you know what we could do? Huh? ETG, ETG wigs, and then you just have your hair for sale. Yeah, and it would just have ETG printed on the tag. Like, like, like on the tag, yeah, and it's just your hair. Yeah, that'd be great. Want to shave your head? No. How expensive do you think that wig would have to be? No, we're going to use your your hair. Oh, my actual your hair. Your actual hair. Yeah. Um, 20, five bucks. $20,000 and it's yours. How about five dollars? Twenty thousand. I have five American dollars. Twenty thousand dollars and it's yours. I'll give you ten dollars 
Final offer. Twenty thousand dollars, and right. it is yours. How about how about Canadian money? How about this, <laughs> guys? As always, stay geeky.